Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. What kind of a sales team have you built? Not just that you have but that you've built. Because the fact is that every CEO, VP of sales has to look at their sales team and say, huh, I built this. So why isn't it working the way I want it to? In this episode, we'll talk more about that. Are you ready? Then brace yourself. Let's go. It's time for the Bill Kasky Podcast, a weekly show carefully crafted to help you grow your skills and your results in business. Now, here's your host, Bill Kasky. In today's episode, I want to judge your team. Yep, I'm going to be a judger today. I know that's negative, it's not politically correct, but sometimes we have to judge and or profile and or segment. You pick the term you like the most or hate the least, and we gotta do that. So here, I'm going to talk about the three segments of your sales team, and I want you to start to place people in these three areas. You might not have people in all of these areas. If you just have five or six people, chances are you're not going to be able to spread them out over the spectrum, but also chances are you will. So here's my belief is that we are all on a journey. We're on a journey through life. We're on a journey through business. A lot of times we don't know where we're going. We just know we're going. You've probably had this, and I know I have in my life, where you wake up and say, geez, is this seems like I just did this yesterday and the day before and the day before and the 10 years before. What am I doing here? Where am I going with this business or with myself or with my life purpose? And then we shut that down. We say, well, you know, I just can't worry about that now because I got to go do more doing, 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 doing. The journey idea appeals to me because I think we're all, we're all on a journey to dust, if you think about it. I mean, we're not, we're not permanent fixtures on this planet. We're here temporarily. But while we're here, we're on a journey. We're on a journey to do good. We're on a journey to contribute, to bring meaning to our lives, to our family's lives, to other people's lives. And so this idea of a journey really, really intrigues me. And I think that your sales team also is on a journey. They're on a personal journey. And if you can find where they are on that journey and help them get to the next milestone along that path then they win and you definitely win because you get you get the fruits of the labor of their improvement about 6 months ago i decided to carve out this journey idea with all of my sales clients and all of my sales leader clients i've got a sales management leadership program called world class sales leader and not only am I taking them through that, but also they're taking their people through this journey idea. And so I'm not going to go all through that because that's kind of saved for my uh, paying clients, if you will. But I do want to give you a little framework for how to think about that. So I've got these classifications, amateur, pro, master. 
Amateur Pro Master. It's like in the sports world. You've got the amateur, you've got the rookie, you've got the people who are just learning the craft. It doesn't mean they're not good. It doesn't mean you don't want to keep them. It just means that they're in this mode of kind of learning. They make amateur mistakes. You've heard that. That's an amateurish mistake. Don't be amateurish. And then there's the pro. And the pro level is the person who's very productive. They are going to make you money, going to make your company money. They're good at what they do. But the master level or the Olympic level is really what we're all striving for, I believe. Now, you'd say, well, you know, but some people don't have ambition. Some people just aren't striving for that. I don't know about that. I think we look at ambition as a strategy to get to the mastery level. Like, for example, I'm not a super ambitious guy. I'm pretty chill. I enjoy what I do. I get up every morning at uh, 5, 5.30. Some mornings I work out. Some mornings I read or write. I don't sleep in past ever past 6 or 6.30. Now, I'm not bragging, but I don't know if that makes me ambitious. It just makes me because I can't sleep, so I have to get up and do something. Uh, restless. Maybe I'm restless. But when I set my sights on something and I have a clear direction on where we're going, what we're trying to accomplish, then I, I'm going to accomplish that. I will accomplish that. It might not be 100%. It might be 110. It might be 95. I don't get too hung up in the, in the fringes there. But if I'm not clear, then I'm not ambitious. So I'm not sure ambition is just something we're either born with or not. I, I don't buy that. But I believe that we're all in this journey looking to improve. Your people are too. So let's talk about what the amateur does. I would say probably 30% of sales teams are amateur. They bring to the party a kind of an inelegant way of doing things. They, they tend to talk about themselves a little bit too much. They're not as focused on the prospect and their pains and their issues. They look at their mission as personal accomplishment, which, again, is not a bad thing. You can be highly ambitious and still be an amateur. I see it every day. And, and a lot of times you sales leaders will say, oh, man, Pete, oh, boy, he is ambitious. And I look at his numbers and I'm like, well, his numbers don't tell me that he's very good at all. So ambition without clarity is a, is a traffic accident waiting to happen. So I'd say 30% of your people are there. They see their job done when the customer buys. They're very transactional they don't pay much attention to themselves. They're not really all that interested in how they can improve their skills or results. Number two is the pro. I would say probably 60% of your people, I just see kind of the masses. They're, they're professional. You know, they, they call back people when they need to. They are good at follow-up. Um, they're good at asking questions. They're good at answering questions. They're up-to-date on what the market once they're up to date on technical s solutions and features and benefits they're finding the pain and they're recommending a solution pretty interested in how they're doing they like feedback they don't like constant feedback but they like periodic feedback and they're they're pros i mean they're they're good at what they do and and most of them want to get better most of them want to get better and then there's the master and the master is interesting because if you think about the things that I'm about ready to say here that characterize the master, these things are not difficult. <laughs> they are just not difficult. I'm not going to tell you the master works 75 hours a week. I'm not going to tell you that because they don't. 
because they have substituted strategy for work and mindset for effort. And when you can do that, you don't need to work 70 hours a week. In fact, I think 70 hours a week takes us down the wrong path. I think it actually makes us more average and more amateurish. Okay, so the master understands what selling really is. The master communicates their unique value in such a way that the customer sees them as a guide on their journey in search of an ideal outcome. So let me break that down a little bit. They communicate their value to prospects and customers in a way that causes the customer to say, you know what, I could use you as a guide on my journey. You're very good. This is very helpful. I want you to come alongside me and guide me and sell me whatever you need to sell me and solve my problems in whatever way you want to solve them. Because I have a mission, I, customer, have a mission, I have an ideal outcome. The master sees themselves as a guide on this journey. Nowhere here does it mention convincing and persuading and defending and all that garbage and effort and grinding. It doesn't mention that. It's a person who's really good at communicating their unique value. Now, you got to understand what your unique value is, and you have to understand how to communicate it. But we're not going to get into that today. Number two. They see the customer on a journey, and again, as I say, they see themselves as a guide to help the customer get from where they are to where they want to be. If you want to help somebody get from where they are to where they want to be, you got to know two things, where they are and where they want to be. And you also have to help them develop a plan. The masters are really good at that. The master has a deep devotion to understanding what that ideal outcome is and helps them put together a plan to to get there understands the customer only knows what they know and wants to expand the customer's perspective as to what's possible. I see this a lot where we are in interrogation mode, we amateur salespeople. And I'm I'm guilty of being an amateur at times. I don't think you grow into and out of this. I think you're, there's constantly an amateur part of me that's out there. And when someone starts to give me buying signals, even if I know that it's, there's something off about this, I will not listen to my gut and I will listen to them. And that's an amateur. That is an amateur. So the master takes time to understand how the customer is thinking and expands their thinking appropriately. You probably have it where you have a product And the prospect has a certain level of thinking that they bring into the product discussion. And if you can't help them expand their thinking, then you're just an amateur or a pro. A master's good at understanding, well, you know, I think the reason they asked that question is because they were thinking about this thing in the wrong way. Is obsessed with improving their communication style. They are really wanting to understand how how to improve and so when you make a call with them, your leader, VP of sales, after the call, they'll say, well, how, how did we do? What advice can you give me? How can I help myself the next time? What did you hear that I shouldn't have said? It's like a quarterback after a game when the quarterback in the NFL goes back to practice on Monday or Tuesday or whatever after you take a couple of days off. Quarterback and the coach, quarterback coach and head coach sit down and say, let's break down your performance. Here's what you did well. Here's what we need to work on. It's not bad and good. It's here's what worked and here's what didn't. And so that's why the, the people who are the masters are constantly looking for feedback. They're constantly looking for improvement. They're almost obsessed with that. The master also understands, this is the last one, that the customer is sometimes just not ready 
not ready to go down the path. And so I can either waste my time trying to sell somebody who's just not there yet, which lowers my sales percentage and also reduces my effectiveness. Or I can say, you know what? You're not ready yet. Not sure there's anything here. That's really hard to say. But your masters say it. They have a sixth sense. They have an intuition that says, not ready yet. I just had a a company come to me about a month ago, and they may even be a podcast listener. I don't know. They came to me, and they wanted a proposal very quickly, and something just didn't feel right. It It felt off. It felt like they were rushing something, and they were. And... I sent them over some notes. I didn't really send a proposal. Sent them over a framework of just how we might approach it. And it was a a kind of a stock thing. And I never heard from them again. And I've emailed them several times. And I was like, you know what? I was right. My intuition was right. I should have just said, look, here's the feeling I get. I get that you're not going to do anything. You're not going to spend the money. You say you want to grow your business by $10 million, but I didn't hear any passion behind it. You see me as a vendor. That's all you see me as, as a a vendor to check off a questionnaire. Eh, Not feeling good. On the other hand, I had a a prospect call me a couple of days ago, and she's a VP of Sales North America for a large company. And she called me and said, you don't know me. I listen to the podcast. We need help. We need help reinventing our philosophy and reinventing our ethos. And we're not making the numbers. And I'm convinced that it has nothing to do with how many calls we're making. It has more to do with how we think. Well, now, that's a person I want to work with, I think. I, we've only had a couple of calls. But it sounds good. But she brought another level of thinking into this game. Now, she's at a very high level very high performance level and has a hundreds of people that report to her through channels. But that versus the other, and I should listen to my instincts better. And I didn't. And so I typically find think I'm a, a master at some of this, but I slipped. I slipped down to being an amateur and I didn't trust my instincts. So I hope this helps you. I want you to think about your team in the context of these three areas and go to BillCaskey.com And you'll find some other really good stuff there. And uh, I would love to chat with you if that be your wish and you're inclined to do that. See how I can help you grow your sales team and grow them quicker. If you want more Caskey, go to BillCaskey.com and you can get on his list or set up a time to speak live. And make sure you share this episode with your tribe too. 